This is the Self-Care Summit. I'm Elizabeth Wood, your host, and joining me is Johanna Sobalha, also known as Coach Joe. She is a Sweden-based executive coach who helps people all over the world with building entrepreneurial companies, as well as with career transitions and advancements. Most recently, during the time of the pandemic, her focus has been working with businesses to transfer online and to interact more globally with their customers and clients. Johanna is here to share her self-care practice of minding mental hygiene. Welcome, Coach Joe. <laughs> Thanks for being Thank here. Thank you so much. Thank you, Elizabeth, for having me. So tell us, what is mental hygiene and why should, we, why should it be so in the forefront of our minds? Well, the reason why uh, I picked this uh, as, as, as the topic for us to talk about as part of your self-care summit is... Frankly, I think it's probably the, if not in the top three, the top, the top practice in terms of self-care. Um, because, you know, garbage in, garbage out, right? So if what you're feeding your brain, uh, you know, from yourself to yourself as, as some kind of a feedback loop, if that's just garbage, you're not going to really have good output. And then you're going to feel like you're faking it and you're going to be trying. You wonder, why am I not hitting the mark? Why am I not connecting? Why am I not feeling others? Why aren't they feeling me? And it's because you got that little hum in the background, the, the virus of a really, um, really crappy, really crappy mental hygiene. It's a little bit like, have you ever just ran out the door and then you're traveling and you realize that you didn't brush your teeth? Have you ever done that? Yes. Yeah, I know. We have, I, we have all done it, right? And then you're like, yuck, yuck. And then you try to like gum and whatever, but you like know, and you know it all day. Or you know it all the way till you can get home or get to a pharmacy and get a toothbrush. Like you just know it. You just know it. And it's the same with the mental hygiene. The only difference between that and the toothbrush analogy is you don't know that. A lot of people don't know that they didn't brush their teeth, right? They didn't brush through their mind and really take an inventory of what did I wake up into? Because I think we think we wake up fresh. We think we wake up with nothing, like blank slate. No, no, no. You wake up from having processed dreams. You wake up from having like your work week. You wake up from whatever happened with the kids. You wake up into all the stuff that you then kind of have to press the reset on. So I think that Long answer to short question. I think that that's why this is so incredibly important. Have you always taken this very seriously or how did you become aware that you needed to add this as a self-care practice to your life? Uh, I haven't taken it seriously, but I don't think I, I knew to. I didn't know it was that important until I started to take a look at it. Uh, I had a boyfriend oh, it's tw 20 years ago now or more. And he said to me, Joe, or he would tell people to, he said, Joe wakes up at war with the world. And I remember feeling that way. I woke up and I had this feeling and he would look at me or I would just wake up into the feeling of what, what, like what now? And that, and that was normal. That was normal. And I think that that's common. People waking up into the other shoe is about to drop. I'm waking up with like a gasp or like, you know, oh no, what's, what, what's wrong? or what is about to go wrong. So no, 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 it's not, definitely not. In fact, I think because I know it's only a 
you know, a hair's breadth away at any moment. That's why I, I keep vigilant with it. So do you still have the tendency to wake up that way? Or since you've implemented the self-care habit, it just becomes more like second nature where it might just be a brief half second, but then you automatically go into your, your process of managing it. I would love to say that it's rooted out forever, but I think that's dangerous because then you get lax, right? I think it's what you said. It, I think the switch is so fast that sometimes I don't even notice it myself. That yeah, I do, I, I have made a habit of I switch into like what I want to think about. What do I want to think about today? Where do I want to spend my mental energy? Is there some, is there some uh, static on my line right now? Is there something that, I, that my mind is up to? that I want to catch on to. That's not what I want because I get to say it's my machine. It's my tool. Otherwise it's like having, having that uh, disease of Tourette syndrome, like whatever just comes, comes out without any filter or any, any of my own volition, which is not what I want for myself or my body. And so take us through the process. What happens? Like say, for example, you're having a negative thought or a worry that, that seems persistent as coming around. Um, what right. do you do with that? Well, first of all, I think when I catch it, the, the, the habit to cultivate is when I catch it, I have to celebrate that I did versus going, oh, I'm so bad and I shouldn't be thinking negative thoughts. It's like, oh, caught one, right? Like caught a fishy, like caught one, gotcha. Right? And then when I catch it, I have to see if it's just like boogeyman. And that could be just a boogeyman, or is it a, is it a little reminder of something I need to handle? It could just really be that I haven't minded something that I care about and it's talking to me. So then I just either have to handle it now, or I put it in my schedule to handle, and then I can forget about it, so that I don't let um, things just sit and bother me. Like you do something, you either you 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 chuck it because it's just a ghost. Or you put it in the calendar because you can't do it now, or you do it now. Those are my choices. And then I park it. And then not like it, it really is a practice of making your mind fit like a dog, right? Like I get to say, I get to say what we're doing, right? So once we're done with that little hum, you sit and I'll tell you when you get to get up again. <laughs> because I want to leave my mind free and I want you to leave your mind free and I want the whole world to leave their mind free to create. If it's booked with worry and planning and doing and remembering, for God's sakes, like don't ever ask me about some kind of data, like when does the flight leave? Or like, when is my next call? I don't know. It's in my calendar. Like, why would I store that information? (laughs) But the same thing that we are so booked with all kinds of other things and that you have a limited amount of brain power. So you can't just use it forever. You've got to be discriminate about how you use it. Exactly. Um, and so it's not that you never think, I have to be careful, how do I say this? Not that you never think negative thoughts or that you never worry, but you have this process of acknowledging that it's there and then making a choice about, well, how do I move forward with this? Does it need to be right. on my calendar? Do I need to be even thinking about it? Right. And then a and then the next step it, let's say it's a, it's a ghost. Let's say it's a boogeyman. Let's say it's just like a nonsense, like nasty thought that just wants to take you down, which happens, right? Which comes from some pattern from way back, probably. Then sometimes a neutral releasing thought that I hold on to is, well, what would I rather think about? 
what would I like to think about next? So that I don't, I don't give it too much, you know, weight. I just decide to switch lanes, much like if you're in a conversation uh, with someone and you realize you don't like where it's going. Maybe it's gossip, maybe it's complaining, maybe it's like, oh, this is boring. Like you, you switch topics, right? Oh, I want to talk about that. So you switch topics, switch channels. Um, yeah. And let me tell you, Elizabeth, I am the worst. I'm probably like the most negative, the most cynical, the most like, oh, totally, totally. And I think that's why I've gotten facile and good with it, because I know I'm all those things. It's like um, Mother Teresa said, she said, the only reason I'm so good, like so holy, so giving, so generous, is because I know that in the right or wrong circumstance, I could have been Hitler. I could have been evil. I'm human. We all are. It's we're not that far away from our lower self at any moment. So, that, but but then again, it's like, are we choosing? Are we, are you actively choosing all the time, all the time, all the time? And I think that may be the difference because I'm 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 worse. I'm worse than most in a on a dark day, <laughs> like totally. And how often, it sounds like you practice this multiple times per day, as often as it comes up, is that correct? Or would you say you actively, or is there a time of day where you actively practice it and have a big practice or a longer practice? Or is it always just a very short check-ins throughout the day? Well, I think that you can think of it like, um, I mean, back to the toothbrush analogy, if you think of it in the same way as you do hygiene morning, evening, it's the same thing. You, you, like, how do you start your day? How do you end it? And then, and then it, you know, it's, um, yeah, like you said, intermittently, but for sure, morning and night, for sure. Yeah. And with the toothbrush analogy, if you had something stuck in your teeth after you had a snack in the middle of the day, you'd use some dental floss right. or you'd <laughs> be a little touch exactly. up in the day. <laughs> right. Exactly. And what are some of the benefits of implementing this practice for yourself? And then I'm assuming you've, you've shared this with others as well. And, and you've probably heard how it's impacted them. I mean, I think it changes everything. I think because all of a sudden you have, you give your mind something to do. That's not mischief. And then if you think about how the world would look, if everybody did it, like if everybody made sure they're not letting crap flow through how would you act with other people how would you speak how would you if if it's all about where you know who you want to be and where you're going and 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 thinking about your vision and your what the gift and the contribution you are to the world if that what you keep churning on instead of all the ways that you're afraid you're going to fail what do you think is going to happen anything right anything you want how do you recommend people get started with this Hmm. Well, it's just, you just start. You just start. <laughs> it's like start tonight. <laughs> it could be actually. I, I don't know. Gosh, I should be like. I should have like a like an endorsement by Colgate or something. Like this toothbrush thing keeps coming back. But it could be good to link it to something else, right? If the I know some people do it with with their shower, right? Because like sh- kind of showering off, like kind of you know, I don't know, dead particles and uh, anything negative. That's one way to do it. But maybe linking it to another hygiene practice is smart because that makes you remember. And if you keep doing that enough times, you'll be like, yeah. Uh, uh, 
a friend of mine and I once came up with this idea that you should have an affirmation brush that when you brush your teeth, like like this affirmation should come on and, and like speak good things to you. <laughs> that would be part of it, right? Wouldn't that be good? That would be yeah. great. Um, but um, yeah, that's what I, I think that's how you start. You link it to something that you do every day anyway. Mm-hmm. Great idea. And then, then you can make it a habit that sticks and something that you'll practice over time. I'm sure one time it's helpful, but if you're practicing it consistently over time, there's even greater benefits to it. Is that right? That's right. That's right. That's right. And I think also like the older we get, things do accumulate. That's why I was reading a, a bedtime story to my kids the other night and it was a really funny, humorous book. And it talked about different types of people and that there's some, you know, older people are really great, right? Grandmas and grandpas are really the yummy ones. And then there's some grouchy ones. And I was thinking about that. I was like, wow, how sad, how sad just because you get older and all this crap accumulates and then you get turned into this curmudgeon. Like who wants to, who wants to think about their old age and that's how you're going to be? Like, no, 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 no. Let's not do that. Let's skip that. Let's not do that. Sounds like a good plan to me. Um, would you take us through this practice um, using an example? Sure. Let's. Um, I think a good one could be exactly what's happening now. So almost anyone I talk to is worried about um, their career or their livelihood going forward. What's going to happen to my work, my business, my, my income, my will I pay my bills? And that can just eat up your mind every day. Um, so I think that let's say that that's what you wake up into, like, you know, like, oh, God, how am I going to, how am I going to, right? I'm already behind. Um, so we take that thought and we take it, we go, oh, my. Right? First of all, you have, you, you got you to catch it, like I caught it, caught one, right? caught one. And then you, and then you can, you have a few choices. You can go, hmm, what would I rather think about? Is there something I need to do about this? Do I need to communicate, research, get with my bookkeeper? Do I need to talk to a friend that I trust? Do I need to talk to my coach? Do I need to, like, what, is there something I need to do? Yes or no, okay? If there's something that you need to do, then you do it right away if you have the time. If not, you schedule it and then done, right? And then you're done. Another little bonus you can add after that, and this should take you all of five minutes, right? That is not long, is it? No. Then the little bonus could be, so what is working? What is going right? Because yes, are things ideal? Are you, are you swimming in the dough? Are like people knocking on your door with business? Maybe not, right? But the, the, in all likelihood, you are making some. In all likelihood, you might even just be doing just fine. You just are worried. So that's when you count your blessings. Like, oh, I'm so happy and grateful for this piece. And then you really take care of that and you nurture that piece like nobody's business. Yeah. And watch that expand in in your awareness and just really focus on that. That's right. There's always something that's working. There's never, there's never a time when nothing's working and there's never a time when everything's working. Like, could we please get out of the extremes and just like, you know what? Things will never come together. I'm sorry. Life's a mess. You're a mess. We're all a mess. And that's okay. And can that be okay? And then can we just do this now and then get back to neutral? 
So powerful. Thank you for sharing. Um, and you have an offer for our summit attendees where they can learn more about this and other self-care practices. Is that right? Yeah. I have a little compendium of my top seven self-care practices. And um, they range from the mental hygiene that I that I mentioned to you. But I am very happy just to just give it. I often incorporate it in my courses or speeches or, uh, or with my clients. But it's all yours. Uh, the link will be... I assume with the with the with this episode, um, and I think um, you know if you if you don't fill yourself up, like you can't give what you don't have. So if you don't fill yourself up, you have nothing to give. Everything comes from somewhere. You gotta fuel up, then you have something to give. So do not do not give of your capital. Give of your surplus. Right. You have to make sure that you stay filled up and self-care practices will do that so it's a great great topic and a great summit to hold because i think people really need it and especially now absolutely thank you so much for being here i really appreciate it thank you elizabeth good job with the summit i love it thanks if you liked this episode of the boss lady speaks and if it helped you make sure to subscribe to get more episodes like these and do share them with others This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.